from India's largest newsroom, I'm Meenal Baghel and this is the Times of India podcast and we are delighted to say that today we complete 100 episodes. If you have any feedback, suggestions, do write to us at toipodcast at timesinternet.in. We would love to hear from you. today's episode, we look back on the extraordinary life of one of Maharashtra's biggest cultural icons, Baba Saheb Purandare, who died earlier this week in Pune at the age of 99. No one has done more to popularize the legacy of Chhatrapati Shivaji than Baba Saheb Purandare, who was born Balwant Moreshwar Purandare in Saswad, Maharashtra. From an early age, Baba Sai Purandare became so deeply fascinated by the legend of the 17th century warrior king that it took over his entire life. Baba Sai Purandare became known as the Shiv Shahir or Shivaji's bard. In addition to the many songs and cassettes and histories, both oral and written, his play Janta Raja fused Shivaji's legacy with the very idea of Maharashtrian pride. Almost every Maharashtrian home in the state has heard Baba Sai Purandari's Janta Raja either on tape recorders or they have watched it being performed, says my colleague Vaibhav Purandari. Mayuresh Saraswati Pati Mahaganapati Shambhunandana Vebha Puradari, who's written a number of books, including The Sena Story, another biography of Bal Thakre, and more recently, a biography of Savarkar, here explains the many dimensions of Baba Sai Purandari's life and legacy, including the criticism he faced in later years about depicting the great Maratha king, from an exclusively Brahminical prism. Was Baba Sai Purandari a historian? His own answer, Meenal, would be no. But he's been described as a historian. His own answer would be that he was Shivaji's Shahir or Shiv Shahir. And that's how he popularly came to be known. Shahir, the word Shahir means bard or balladier. Shivaji was his all-consuming passion. There isn't a single fort that Shivaji either built or has been on that Baba Sahib did not know inside out. Hmm. He wrote a very famous biography of Shivaji, Raja Chhatrapati, Raja Shiv Chhatrapati, in two volumes. He wrote it in the early 1950s and it has seen more than 20 editions and continues to be a bestseller. He did a music album on Chhatrapati Shivaji with Lata Mangeshkar and her brother, Ridenath, which I think has been heard in every Maharashtrian household. Mm -hmm. And he directed and wrote a play on the life of Chhatrapati Shivaji, which was a truly Broadway-style extravaganza. Janta Raja. Raja, which still runs to packed houses uh, across the state and has run to packed houses in faraway places. In fact, even in London, 
it saw a full house i, I remember so if i were to describe him in the terminology of the 21st century he has been the biggest influencer as far as shivaji is concerned for the past two generations there has been this big debate on whether he is truly a historian or not and views are divided on the subject there has been some legitimate criticism of his work and that criticism is necessary but a lot of that criticism lost its bite and credibility because the attacks on him often happened from the prism of caste he is a rock star figure in maharashtra and culturally he is a rock star so baba saheb truly distinguished himself as a cultural phenomenon and he began to be so closely identified with chhatrapati shivaji that he that he not only basked in the reflected glory but gained a lot of glory himself in the process and he must have held some 15000 lectures on shivaji in his lifetime he had a great booming voice he mm-hmm. had a lucid and simple style of storytelling which was his greatest quality and that was his big merit that he narrated the story of shivaji in a very simple and easily comprehensible manner and that came as a refreshingly different thing for a certain generation a generation in which historians wrote in obscure language or they considered it one of their merits if they were not easily understandable and do we know uh where did his obsession with shivaji begin do we know the origins of that and and give us a sense of his of his early years and how he came into theater and then of course grew as you just pointed out so baba saheb's origins are in saswat which is uh, at the base of the purandar fort and because of the association of the fort of purandar with the story of shivaji it was one of shivaji's premier forts and that was where many of the major battles that the marathas fought you know were fought obviously from childhood he had a certain fascination for the subject and because of his frequent visits to purandar and the region around pune uh, which was uh, shivaji's base in his teenage years and also later in his life in his 20s and 30s baba saheb grew more and more fascinated with the whole story and he developed what was clearly an obsession with him and that obsession mm-hmm. earned him a lot of respect there is a theory in maharashtra that he popularized shivaji that is not true shivaji has always been popular in maharashtra but baba saheb because of his compelling narratives popularized the number of stories associated with shivaji and because of the stirring manner in which he spoke on the subject he really made shivaji story come alive for more than one generation and once he had that obsession he visited each and every fort of shivaji looked up all the documents spent most of his time at the bharat itihas sanshodhan mandal in pune where mm-hmm. uh, most of the research on maratha history is still carried out it is one of the remarkable institutions uh, which carries out historical research in pune 
along with the bhandarkar oriental research institute in pune bori so he was a figure who was always around these places and he became soon a go to person for young historians because of his friendly manner he was unfailingly polite to youngsters again in a generation where historians preferred to stay aloof and a lot of the secret of his popularity is this his his approachable nature uh, his simple manner of speaking his humility and of course his compelling narratives what kind of shivaji did he create what kind of shivaji did he idolize uh, meenal for this if you will allow me to tell you how he actually got into this whole business of i course. could do that when he first wrote the early chapters of his book on chatrapati shivaji which were published in a periodical in pune there was hardly any reception to those chapters and he got very little response and when he asked why he had got very little response the answer was that he had written history that was very dry and he said that at that point in time there came before him the vision of the kirtankars and the balladeers and those who were narrating india's big epics the ramayana and the mahabharata and all the big poets and he decided that he would change his approach fundamentally mm. and dramatize history and in keeping with that approach he made shivaji a larger than life figure which he always was in maharashtra in the imagination of people in maharashtra absolutely course. but but uh, but he made him even even more larger in the popular imagination than he was and he he would bring in a great deal of drama in his speeches uh, he would uh, write dialogues which were truly stirring and you know would give people goosebumps he had a gift of the gab and he he was truly an authority on the marathi language so he literally played with the language in such a manner that shivaji story came alive and that is one of his genuine contributions uh, that he did popularize the stories he did not popularize shivaji maharaj as a historical personality but he popularized plenty of stories in such a manner that they have become part of baba saheb stories have become part of maharashtra's cultural and historical memory could you give us an example yeah one example would be the manner in which he depicted the story of a woman called hirkani now this is a village woman who's caught caught up on one of shivaji's forts the gates of the fort shut at sunset and she is on the fort to sell her wares she is an ordinary villager and the guards tell her that now you cannot get off the fort because the gates are closed and chatrapati shivaji maharaj has told us that we cannot open the gates now for anybody not even for him but she says i have an infant staying in my house my baby is very small please let me go and they do not allow her and the manner in which baba saheb depicted her story how she climbs down the hill uh, you know down this very steep and almost vertical hill in order to be with her baby late at night how she endangers her life you know when he speaks of the sounds of the night and and the the eagles going past her or the bats flying past her and her determination and resolve and risk taking and her relief when she reaches her house you know it is truly a 
a stirring story and then he talks about how shivaji maharaj got to know about her story in the morning and he called her to the morning and felicitated her and hailed her for the kind of mother example of motherhood that she had laid down and he chastised his own guards on the fort for not allowing her to go down the fort after sunset so all of this he he would narrate in such a way that it would all uh you know become some sort of uh you could visualize it, it. yeah you would start visualizing it it would you know he he had it would it would acquire a certain cinematic quality uh, so in that sense you know he 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 spoke the way graham green wrote his novels that you know you had a movie uh you know happening in front of you ai now kai tu sir अरे महाराज ना विचारते यार हीरा हम्म हिरकनी रायगड वाली छे मां सदानी जी वजीरा भाई जी नायकांचा हो गया हमारा वो एडो सॉल दिस पॉडकास्ट वेबर यू मेंशन दैट ही इज एज एज यू नो देयर इज रिविजनिज्म गोइंग ऑन एवरीवेयर देयर इज आल्सो अ काइंड ऑफ uh a kind of revisionist look at baba saheb purandare and in his own lifetime there have been uh people who have accused him of looking at history from a very uh sort of upper caste or forward caste perspective so there have been uh baba saheb's critics who have accused him of various things one is of uh, uh extraordinary dramatization uh which takes history into the realm of fiction and that is a charge to which to some extent can be held against him to be fair to his critics there is another charge of uh, adopting a very brahmanical approach to history writing and uh, even of encouraging hindu nationalism through his version of history which talks more about the hindu muslim conflict than about anything else there is some merit to that criticism as well at the same time a lot of that criticism is also unfair mm-hmm. because uh largely because it came from people who had an a flagrantly and openly casteist outlook and were attacking him simply because he was a brahman and in fact that did a great disservice to history and uh, to a legitimate to the legitimate criticism of baba saheb's work because what it did was it resulted in some sort of closing of ranks on the part of genuine historians because some goons who had attacked the bandarkar oriental research institute and destroyed precious indian manuscripts from yes. the past were the ones at the forefront of this attack on baba saheb purandari and he was also unfortunately physically attacked it resulted in a closing of ranks and it prevented any further discussion on his work i believe that the discussion must happen there are areas where i completely disagree with what he's saying and there are areas where i disagree where i, I completely agree with, with what he's saying uh, unfortunately there are now two versions of history which have become extreme versions and i think uh, if the allegiance is to genuine history writing then we should go by historical evidence 
and that is where i agree baba saheb does fall short in certain areas but he does exceedingly well in certain areas as well and one thing he cannot be accused of is not knowing his history unfortunately many of his critics have been such that they themselves do not know the history and they cannot really have a a reasonable debate with him i wish that a debate truly takes place on the subject so that we can genuinely have a good criticism of his work because whether we like it or not his work is part of the historical and cultural imagination now he himself is a cultural icon and in future if people are going to discuss maratha history or shivaji's mm-hmm. life from whatever prism they may be looking at it they would have to take into account his work before they go ahead now they can rubbish his work they can praise his contribution but his lasting legacy is such that and his stardom is such and his bradmanesque average of 99 now with which he retires is such that you can't go past him you know without by ignoring him you may love him or hate him you can't ignore him did you get a sense that political parties try to appropriate him i mean how was his relationship with say bala saheb thakre uh, was he also at any point uh, uh, becoming a political figure or did he scrupulously keep away baba saheb purandar was very smart when it came to politics uh, he had excellent relations with almost all political parties except for the nationalist congress party in the last two decades and that was principally because of the party's association with the sambhaji brigade which had though criticized I, him and attacked him though i believe ajit pawar has today also issued his uh, you know put out his condolences when i actually saw sharad pawar's and ajit pawar's reactions today uh i was even more convinced that there is no getting away from baba saheb purandari because uh, they are known not to be his admirers and yet they were compelled to issue these reactions simply because he is such a big cultural figure that that you simply cannot ignore him and i think that is that is testimony to his popularity now when it comes to his politics he had excellent relations with all parties so when indira gandhi went to raigad in the year 1980 the 300th year of chhatrapati shivaji's death baba saheb was there at raigad fort to receive her if bala saheb thakre the founder of the shiv sena went to raigad or any of the forts he would ask baba saheb to come along the thakres have had very good relationships with baba saheb i remember myself attending a performance of janta raja where bala saheb thakre spoke during the intermission and baba saheb also spoke and bala saheb praised him for his contributions to maratha history the same bala saheb thakre also severely criticized baba saheb purandare in the year 1998 when sonia gandhi visited raigad fort and baba saheb said something to the effect that she appeared to him to be like jizabai and bala saheb thakre in one of his rallies imitated baba saheb purandare and poked fun at him for comparing sonia gandhi with jizabai for committing the blasphemy as it were mm-hmm. of comparing sonia with jizabai so he has been a controversial political figure always 
his politics has been controversial always and he has also been known for being extremely close to raj thakre in particular uh, he has had family relations with the, with with the thakre family but raj has been his ardent supporter when he was given the maharashtra bhushan award maharashtra's highest civilian honor in 2014-15 devendra fadnavis was a chief minister and again the decision came under severe attack especially from several maratha outfits but fadnavis and the shivsena at that point in time which was part of fadnavis's government stood solidly by baba saheb purandari and baba saheb luckily did not say a lot during that controversy and he was by that time in his you know 90s and uh, but though he never really retired until today until this date on any public occasion the likes of say lata mangeshkar would sit down on the floor cross legged to listen to him for hours on end and that is the impact that he's had on public life in maharashtra can you give us a sense of the sambhaji brigade which kind of opposed him so publicly and so strenuously the sambhaji brigade is a maratha outfit uh, which believes that uh, history has been narrated maratha history in particular has been narrated mostly from a brahminical point of view and baba saheb purandari especially on account of his massive popularity has played a massive role in perpetuating and popularizing that version of history and its principal objection is to that and the sambhaji brigade is the outfit that attacked the bori institute in pune uh, after james lane wrote his biography of chatrapati shivaji where he made certain comments uh, which the sambhaji brigade made uh, felt were objectionable and among the people that's james lane a us scholar had thanked in his acknowledgments in his book was baba saheb purandari and the sambhaji brigade always had a certain issue with baba saheb and because of james lane's work that anger really uh, took a very different form took a violent form and they attacked bori they also uh, abused and criticized and later on physically attacked baba saheb purandare they attacked some other very credible highly credible historians in pune the result of uh, these physical attacks and this violence was such that one historian in pune even burned some of his historical writings in sheer protest at the kind of uh, vandalism that had occurred now like i said earlier there are issues with baba saheb's writing that we could very well discuss but what all of this resulted in was a prevention of any genuine criticism because people were always afraid of uh identifying themselves with this violence that was perpetrated against uh bona fide historians but the maratha outfit is also known to be close to the ncp and to have certain sympathies with sharad pawar's party and pawar's party did try to distance him itself from the maratha outfits like sambhaji brigade but has still not succeeded in completely distancing itself so he is also kind of a uh, uh, mind and enriched an existing culture in maharashtra of kirtankars of bhakti poets and this whole oral tradition 
of of devotion in a sense absolutely meanal he mind not only the oral tradition the oral tradition is something we know about because it was right in your face when baba sahib spoke and it was always visible to us but the unknown and invisible influence was of all the historians who worked hard from bal gangadhar tilak to jyotirao phule to vk rajwade to bv apte or bv paranspe at the bharat itihas sanshodhan mandal uh, to gh khare uh, and to setu madhavrao pagdi there's an entire generation of historians whose works were actually mined by baba sahib and used uh, with plenty of knowledge uh, one must say about those works so he borrows from the written tradition as well as the oral tradition and one of baba sahib's qualities also is that he pointed young historians to important sources that were hanging around for instance he i remember he pointed a young historian to a family that had several letters from the time of shivaji maharaj and would not part with those letters at all and he would hang around that family's house and knock at their doors trying to persuade them to hand over those letters to him and they refused and when they finally refused he actually asked young historians to go there and the young historians somehow persuaded that elderly family to part with those documents the result was that we got hold of some important documents re- related to shivaji maharaj's life so it's a fascinating life that he has led truly obsessed with shivaji a divisive figure but a popular figure just a final question uh, weber is that he was also quite a um, uh, quite a picaresque figure in the sense i'm told that he would ride horses and and you know go around in horses he was also kind of very aware of of creating this this persona i think the, that's one of the secrets of his success i think mentally and psychologically he was in the 17th century uh, with chhatrapati shivaji maharaj he never really lived in the 20th century only physically he was here and uh, this identification this very close identification with that era was one of the secrets of his success and i think you know uh, uh, his uh, band of admirers only grew as a result of his idiosyncrasies his peculiar way of dressing up like a shahir and his manner of speaking which would be like a balladie or talking all the time uh and you know his 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 crazy obsession uh and infatuation with the forts and every place associated with chhatrapati shivaji so i don't think there's any place associated with shivaji that he has not been to now this we can say for very few historians even those who have studied shivaji's life in depth so he had internalized uh, shivaji and that chapter of indian history to the extent that he had become one with that chapter he practically lived in the 17th century and he would always say that uh, he was one of shivaji's soldiers today's episode is produced by arun george and sunai marathe for a daily spotlight on people ideas and stories that matter subscribe to us we are available on tui plus spotify apple google podcasts and all other platforms of your choice for any news tips reach us at